Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our heads in worship as we praise your holy name. You deserve the glory. And the other Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve, you deserve a glory. And the
In the mighty Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. What an awesome God we serve. What a good God. What an awesome God. What a great God. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Yeshua. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to share your word, your revelation tonight, Lord. Where your people, Lord, bless every life tonight that will be listening, Lord. That you may bless them, Lord. That you will help them through whatever they're going through, Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Yeshua name, Jehoshua name, we pray, Lord, that you will bless every life tonight that will listen, that you will awaken those that are asleep. In Jesus' name we pray, Yeshua name. Awaken the sleeper tonight, Lord. Hallelujah. Bring people to you, Lord, to your knowledge, to your wisdom. Prepare us for going home. Prepare us for the rapture, the departure of the bride of Christ. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Help us to share your word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Zahashua. Let your mighty presence, Lord, be with us tonight. Empower us, Lord. Empower, Lord. Touch the heart of the mind, Jesus. Prepare us for the rapture departure of the bride of Christ, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Well, shalom, shalom. My brother and my sister, I'm here, but my brother Tony, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We're here to share another Bible study. We want to, Shalom Sister Luna, Shalom Sister Wendy, we want to encourage you to continue to seek the Lord, hallelujah, to trust the Lord, to get ready for the coming of Jesus. We're, we're going to be talking about so many um, different topics, not many, but we will touch on, on, on a different topic with the things that are going on, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. Thank you, those that have sent me a word, prophecy, of what is going on, things that are not shared in the media. Thank you for the links. Thank you for the video. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're going to go into the Word of God where we are going to begin this Bible study. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And then whatever the Lord leads us to, um, um, thank you, Lord, we will go there. Amen. Revelation six, excuse me, 16 is where we're going to begin. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. In Revelation 16, as, to, as it began saying that, uh, John says, and I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angel, go your way and put out the vial of the wrath of God upon the earth. Okay, this is where, this is where it begins, the vial, my brother and sister. And, and this, 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 that's what we're going to see through Isaiah, Jeremiah, the different prophet, the meaning because uh, when you when you compare it to what other prophets are saying or has said, it's when you uh, understand, um, my brother and sister, what the prophet has said. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we have to compare it 
uh, to what the prophet has said, my brother and sister. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. We have a, a, a opinion from different people who have studied this over the years. Uh, what are the vile? When John said he heard uh, the, the word to the angel, okay, uh, the, the seven angels to whom were given the seven plague symbolized in the seven vial are now commanded to put out the divine judgment upon the earth. The voice is undoubtedly the voice of God, which is described as the coming out of the temple of being great voice to the great, the great mighty God. Word which occurs frequently in the chapter, uh, word uh, great is mentioned again in the connection with great voice, great heat, great river, Euphrates, great day of God Almighty, great, great earthquake, so mighty earthquake and so great, great city related to the city of Jerusalem, great Babylon related to the great nations today that are... Uh, America is being called Babylon now. God is calling America Babylon. Great hail is also mentioned. And a sitting great plague. Okay? And so, uh, for sure, these are the things appointed to the last days. My brother and my sister. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Shalom, Brother Miguel. Shalom, Sister Eugenia Rivero. Amen. So, again, uh, and so a great voice out of the temple, which we know is the voice of God. So in the first went out and put out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a some grievous sore upon men who had the mark of the beast and upon them that worked to his image. Now, I see this of them, be, as them being punished. Brother Tony, what do you think? Because this specifically falls upon them. Yeah, like a plague, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says uh, specifically to those that got the mark, they mm-hmm. got the mark of the beast. So it's mm-hmm. poured upon them. Yeah, the judgment. Yeah. And then it, it tells you specifically that it felt on them that had the mark of the beast and upon them that worship the image. Okay, God is pointing something here yeah. to us to know that they they just because they're vaccinated, they're gonna receive great great consequence in their lives. Yeah, you know, right. just because they have the RFID in the right hand and they get in government benefit maybe a little, doesn't mean that everything is going to be okay and wonderful with them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's going to be consequence. Yeah, and so that's why God is pointing to them specifically, my brother and sister, noisome and grievous, amen, sore upon the man who had uh, the mark of the beast, and again. I like to, when, when I hear, like, uh, the word sore, okay, grievous sore, okay, what, what does sore mean? Is that like a, 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 a what is it, leprosy? It's not, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's not like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to, I believe it has to kind of be in relationship to what, you know, what's happening in the past already, like leprosy, grievous sore. Um, let's see what the Western Dictionary says. Uh, severe pain, suffering, and sorrow. It'd be grievous, right? Yeah, grievous. That's on the grievous part. Yeah. And, and so grievous and then sore. I'm trying to 
get a a good understanding of it. Painful to touch, ten, tender, uh, feeling physical hurting, causing misery and sorrow or distress or grievous. Mm. Yeah, so it's painful to the touch. So anything mm. you touch, I guess, would, would just feel painful. What, 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 in anybody's opinion, because I know there's a lot of people listening, what can cause such a thing? Because I'm thinking that the Lord showed me uh, a second virus that is coming on the earth soon. And this virus is deadly, and um, you cannot even touch the the, the person who, who who gets it, you know. And, and I believe it makes the people uh, hand body tender. It's very painful, very very painful. And people drop dead, though. Some people drop dead, but I I imagine that burns. Thank you, sister. I imagine that some people will develop, uh, some people there with COVID-19, mm-hmm. a, a, a strong defensive um, under body defense. Like some people will, will be immune. Like they, will, they won't be killed right away. Okay. okay. So I imagine some of those cases will be, um, you know, happening with a new, new virus coming up which Sister Barbara even confirmed with her prophecy and some other prophet that God has shown and speaking to them specifically about this new, I believe Sister Celestia mentioned this, Sister Barbara. I was one of the first that God talked to about this two or three years ago on the Lord job was on the archive about this new virus that is coming. It is a terrible virus. You know, I kept thinking, is it, is it like a COVID-19? But I noticed that it, it was deadlier because I don't consider COVID-19 deadlier even though a lot of people die from it. I, I think that why a lot of people die from COVID-19 was because they were not taking care of themselves as they should. You know, if people were, and, and, and I'm saying if people were sick already with some kind of form of cancer or any other, you know, near death sickness because we have a lot, we do it like cancer. HIV. I think people like that who had HIV cancer and, and went and got COVID, since COVID attacks your defense system, they ended up dying. Mm-hmm. You see, this is my thinking, you know, because a lot of people had health trouble before COVID came and then COVID took them out, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us who had better health, thank God for it. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't get killed by it. But this one coming, okay, the Lord will protect us. You know, this is, this is where God makes us the promise that he will deliver us from the test that will come upon the holy earth mm-hmm. on the end of time. So this test that is coming, which I think is also this virus coming, this killer virus that is coming, deadly, God's going to deliver us. Yeah. You know? Um, I want Brother Tony to read Psalm 23. Because I heard the Lord says to someone to read, please, Psalm 23. And in and, and Psalm 23, my brother and sister, uh, we as, as, the Lord, as the Lord's sheep need to go ahead and remember it, okay? I'm going to go ahead, Brother Tony, and, and put it in the complete Jewish Bible. I know that's your favorite Bible now. Yeah, I do like that, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. It says, uh, uh, 
Adonai is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He has me lie down in grassy pastures. He leads me by quiet water. He restores my inner person. He guides me in right paths for the sake of his own name. Even if I pass through the death-dark ravines, I will fear no disaster, for you are with me. Your rod and staff reassure me. You prepare a table for me, even as my enemies watch. You anoint my head with oil from an overflowing cup. Goodness and grace will pursue me every day of my life, and I will live in the house of Adonai for years and years to come. Amen. Now, just to be fair to me, I read it from the King Taylor now. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd, I, sh- I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup, run- my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, burn up the RFID also. Okay. Uh, the, uh, me and the RFID, we, we've been rivals in 2013. And when I tell you we've been rivals, because I've been one of the first person who mentioned the RFID as the market of beast, as I asked the Lord. And it's been a lot of people who totally disagree with me. You know, you can disagree with me. Can we please get along? Can we get along in the Lord? You know? So just think about it. I I, I took it to the Lord in prayer, and I asked the Lord. He said, yes. When I asked the Lord about the COVID-19 by seeing if it's the mark of the bees, he says, it's the same. Okay? It's the same. And so um, these things are completely harmful to all our health, our body, our relationship with God, the things they do are, you know, terrible. My brother and sister, I, I was reading in, in Psalm 9, okay, when when David says that, my brother and sister, uh, thank you, Lord, let me get this in the King James. Praise you, Yeshua. Praise you, God. Uh, that the wicked... I believe it's Psalm 92 I was looking at. The wicked should be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. What's the reason why uh, the the COVID-19 by seeing causes so much harm? That is the answer. Psalm 917. It's what it does. Okay, now, we will have people disagree, take it with the Lord in prayer. You know, we're here to tell you the truth. Sometimes I have to meditate. You know, whether tell people why they like, which then we will have a lot of people in the Lord's Tower, or tell them the truth that comes from God. And so I choose to tell them the truth, okay? Because the truth is what's going to set us free, okay? And it's when it's, God uses the truth to do so much in our life. So we want to stand on the truth, my brother and sister. And again, we can always ask the Lord. The Lord is there for us to help us. Amen. Now, Okay, so going back to, to Revelation uh, 16, and so they began to, I felt annoying some grievous sum upon the man who had the mark of the beast and upon them that worshiped the image. And the second angel put out his vial upon the sea, and it became as blood 
as a dead man. Every living soul died in the sea. Okay? Every living soul died in the sea. What what would do it what were these people doing in the sea? Okay. Every a dead man. It became a blood of the dead man. Every living soul died in the sea. Is that the people that were on the canoe? People that like to go fishing? What's going on here? Why were there so many people in the sea that ended up dying? Yeah, the sea, yeah. It was it was the people going on vacation on those uh, uh, big travel boat. Yeah, it could be that too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Why were these people sailors? Well, it seems like it's more people on the sea here than you know than what we're thinking. You know, because it, it makes sense that you know the land, that all the. You know, because there's going to be war, so people, a lot of people are, you know, heading to the sea. Do a lot of people feel safe? Uh, well, the Navy, thank you, sister. Yeah, the Navy's in the sea. Yeah. There's a lot of submarine and, yeah. you know, carriers full of people, soldiers. There's a part that it says that they 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 will be on the sea, they're on the ships. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can imagine that they they. They feel so powerful on the sea with their ships, their big vessel. But then when this happened, okay, and the second man you put out his vial upon the sea. Now, when I read upon the sea, what does that really mean? Was it upon the water or was that it was upon the air on the sea? Would you know? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think, Brother Tony? Yeah, it's, uh, it seems like it. Could be both, but it seems to me it seems like it's on the water, you know. So kind of like uh, ast- asteroids, you know. Because if you're not submarine, right, you're inside. You're not even touching the water or anything. Yeah. So if it's on the water, how does that will affect you? Because I'm 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 thinking logical here sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> submarine, yeah. Anybody? <laughs> yeah, because they're deep underwater. It's it's hard to get down there. <laughs> exactly. So I'm thinking, you know, how can that affect people on the submarine? Uh, even people on on a on a, on a boat, large yeah. boat. How is that going to affect if that goes in the water? Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that's. Sister said laser from satellite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. Laser, and there's a lot of laser weapons in the last day too, mm-hmm. that the nations are using. And developing and in, in, showed that by the great tribulation, by the alphabet, okay. they, they will have developed and them even more. Yeah. Okay. So, and then uh, four, and the third angel put out his vial upon the rivers, fountain, and water, and they became blood. Okay. Now, this, this was like in the times of Noah. You notice that some of these plagues, or, or all these plagues, when you compare it to the time of Moses, look like the... It was basically the same, mm-hmm. the same play that God put in Egypt. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was dropped up on Egypt. Now it's being dropped on the water, the fountains of the water, and they became blood. And yeah, thank you for that, underwater volcano. Yeah. It's another thing to consider. It just, it's, it seems like everything's going to go crazy, wild. It's going to cause all these destruction, yeah. you know, when it happens. Amen. So however they get killed, is basically what God is saying to us, it will be upon the sea. Whoever's upon the sea will suffer destruction. Yeah. You know? 
So, and then here the fountain, the water. So basically, the fountain it's 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 our water, our drinkable water. So our there will not be any more drinkable water. Verse four. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So how are people gonna drink water? <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty hard life during the Great Tribulation. This is why he, we need to be seeking the Lord now more than ever. Yeah. Repenting, getting ready to be going home with the Lord, because see what's coming is unbearable, unlivable. Mm. You know, terrible. Someone said that urine; they can drink the urine. Well, NASA's been doing that in space with with the space, you know. Mm. And so, okay, but you need you need special filter for that. You cannot, well, you know. So, but then you cannot keep doing that every day. Mm-hmm. So they it's really very difficult. And then God said that they will seek death, but they will elude them. Mm-hmm. No wonder I saw people. I saw some of the people that for a whole over a whole year have not drank anything. Mm-hmm. What happened to your body if you cannot drink liquid for a year? Yeah. But it's only. Yeah, it's uh, just yeah. You, it's painful. Yeah, it needs uh, needs liquid. Yeah. Our body needs liquid because our, most of our body is made of liquid. Yeah. So it needs it. And I saw people holding the belly like the Bible described, like like a man in in in, in labor pain. And I can understand why the prophet said that because people are holding the belly in pain and pain, and the whole belly seems like all consumed. Mm-hmm. Like they had no water in their body. In the body, okay. terrible pain. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's coming, and it's so close now more than ever. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. I was getting a dream this morning, and my dream was about judgment that will divide the land. Okay, and the land is specifically that I was seeing was Brazil. Brazil, there is a judgment coming to Brazil. Okay that is going to divide the land, my brother and sister. You know that Brazil is, is big. It's really big. Yeah. But there is a judgment coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say that in Portuguese, uh, in Spanish next Sunday, God willing. But there is a judgment coming to Brazil and that is going to divide the land of Brazil, my brother and sister. They, they need to be in repenting, seeking the Lord. Okay? Because there are countries that are going to suffer great consequence. I was walking there, and, and, and what I was seeing was, wow, divided, by, divided. But we also know that the nation that had participated in the division of Jerusalem will suffer the same consequence. They're going to be divided. It was, it's my understanding of it, my brother and sister. Verse 5, and I heard an angel of the water say, Thou art righteous, O Lord, thou art uh, washed in the show thee, cause thou, thou hast judged thus. Amen. And so the judgment is coming from the Lord. This is not man anymore. God has given man the opportunity to repent. But his judgment, his righteous judgment is coming. Because he is a righteous judge. Thou art righteous, O Lord. He is a righteous judge. His righteous judgment is coming because it's coming after all the wickedness that men have done to this earth. All the sin and all the disobedience. 
and, and this is what it's bringing, my brother and sister. Okay? Judgment. Verse 6. For they have shed the blood of the saints and prophets that have given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. Okay? And so the saints are the church of people, the, the church of God. And that's why when people say, oh, no one, no one is saint anymore. No. God's people who's been washed with the blood of Jesus is saint. Yeah. It's holy. It's pure. Because the blood of Jesus is sufficient to cleanse us from all sin. Gotcha. It's powerful enough. Yeah. Okay? Innocent Emmanuel blood shed on Calvary. Okay, nothing can be more pure than the blood of Jesus. And it will cleanse us from sins when we repent. My brother and sister, please understand how important it is. And the prophet, give it the, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Everything is so close now more than ever, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. The shofar, the trumpet is about to be in sound. Now, what was one of the signs that the Lord gave me 14 years ago? The word of Israel. The war in Israel has begun, okay? And I truly believe that Israel, one way or another, their friends are forsaking them now, okay? Because I believe United States should already ban India helping Israel, okay? Not, not being a spectator, uh, you're not, not just watching what's going on. They should be taking part in it because the Hamas, they not only culture Jewish people, they captured also uh, 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 American and people from other nations. And that is a violation on international law, my brother and sister. So I believe it's much deceived by Jesus said in Matthew 24, Be not deceived, that is going on in Israel. And this is why God is telling us to pray for the peace of Israel. And we need to do so. We need to continue to pray. For the peace of Jerusalem, my brother and sister. As the Lord said to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Okay? That there will be peace in the wall. God, God will keep the peace there as he sees fit. Okay? But if there anything that needs to be cleansed out of Israel, it will be cleansed. Okay? It has to. And God is a holy God, and, and he doesn't share his glory with men. Okay? He will have a holy Remnant, holy remnants, is not a any remnant. As people think today, oh, all the people in Israel need to be protected. You got to read your Bible again. It's a holy remnant. It's a it's a people that will serve the Lord, and if they, if all all the people in Israel are not there. Now let's go back to the time of Gideon. How many are, are, are all of them? Gideon ended up fighting with. Okay? How many of all of them that came out of Egypt entered into the promised land? Okay? How many perished in the wilderness? Because it was not the six million people that came out of Egypt that ended up going into the promised land. Some people say that the one that went into, into the promised land was only a few hundred thousands. But wait a minute. Wasn't there six million people that left Egypt with Moses? How come a few hundred thousand went into the promised land? What happened to other people? Well, how many judgments do you think happens on the way to the promised land? Yeah, I don't know. 
What do you think that was? Cleansing. That was cleansing. God said he would preserve unto himself a holy remnant. Mm-hmm. So God wanted holy people of God serving him, seeking him, committed their life to him in order to bring them into the promised land. Is God doing the same with the church today? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. This is where people, um, my brother and sister, are not getting it. Okay? God with us is the same. God wants a peculiar, holy chosen people. Yeah. For it's after the three days of darkness, Jesus was there with me and said, Go, my son, and see how, go through the city and see how many are left. And I was in my glorified body, and I can fly hundreds of thousands of miles in seconds. I could move. And I began to move through the United States. In a few seconds, I had gone through all the major cities. I was in every single city in second. Then I went to Europe, and I went to other countries. In second, I traveled to those places. And I came back, and the Lord was waiting for me. My brother and sister, what could I say to the Lord when he gave me this a few weeks ago, when he showed me this a few weeks ago? He says, not all of them will make it, are ready to make it to the three days of darkness. If there are any sin in them, they will not make it through. If they look worn, they're not going to make it through. Okay? If they are not sincerely repenting, the Lord says, they're not going to make it through. And I'm there bowing my head. Shaken by the revelation. But this is what the Lord has done in the past. A lot of people get angry and mad at God. And say, but what, God, why? Well, if, if before Israel crossed the Jordan, if you were standing there with Joshua and them, then you would have asked Joshua and said, so Joshua, I don't see not even a million a million people here out of six million. Where are the rest, Joshua? Joshua, where you left all those people, Joshua? What happened? You began walking out of out of Egypt with six million people. Joshua, I see less than a, than, a, than than half of a million people here. Where are the rest, Joshua? Joshua will probably say, "Go, go and ask the Lord yourself. Go, you ask the Lord." Because I don't set the rule. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. This is for us to meditate on, my brother and sister. I'm not here to judge anyone. Please don't be offended. A lot of people get offended. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it another day. It's not to offend you. I'm, I'm sharing truth. We want, we want the truth. Jesus said the truth will set you free. And whom the Son set free, John 8, 36, it's free indeed. Yeah. Now, who, who who was Jesus talking to when he said this? Let's let's get to the bottom of this. For the top. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Who he was talking to when he said this? In John eight. Well, let's start it in in verse. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Twenty eight. I want Brother Tony to read it, and he's going to read it to me. 
to verse 36. And let's see who he was talking to. Yeah. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then ye shall know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. As he spoke those words, many believed in him. Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed in him. Uh, then said Jesus to those Jews that believed in him. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall, made, well, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the Son of Man therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. There you go. They are still not convinced, Brother Tony, in verse 39. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, read it, Brother. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. Thank you, reading. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard from God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they unto him, We are not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceed forth and come from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Okay, there you go. So behind, thank you, sister, behind all this was Satan. Yeah. Satan was behind all this, my brother and sister, and they could not realize this. This is something that, you know, they were so offended. We don't know our father's Abraham. We have not been enslaved. But twice have they been enslaved in Egypt and in Babylon, 70 years enslaved in Babylon. These are the same people who worship the, the King of Okonesa idol in, in, in Egypt. Yeah. The same people who Meshach, Benat, uh, Meshach, Sadrach and Abednego, who refused to worship the, the, the idol, they worship. They bow to the idol. They wanted an easy life. To a lot of people, that's what they want, an easy life with no test and trial. Okay? That's not possible with God. God's going to test the living daylight out of you. Let it say it the way it is. Until okay. the last second. Why do you think God put out the fruit of good and evil in the garden? To test men from the beginning. Yeah. And he's going to test you and I until the last second we're from the earth. Just because we're here serving God and we're a child of God, doesn't mean we're going to get away without any testing. Yeah. No one gets away with anything with God. I learned that in hell. In hell. That no one gets away with anything. God decides the policy for everyone. And here on earth, we're being tested every day. 
Each and one of us go to testing and, and, and trial, testing and trial. Yeah. My brother and sister, just like Joe, just like David, were being tested in one way or another. Because a test to me can feel hard, but for someone else it feels terrible. Everyone feels it different, but to each and one of us it's hard. The testing and trials are hard. But it produces faith and it produces patience. Yeah. It produces patience in us, produces faith in the Lord. We're built, we are being built in the character of Jesus. Yeah. In the image of the Son of God. To think like Jesus, not now my will be done, Father, thy will be done. Yeah. Where we seek the will of God and nothing else. Not our will, not what we want, not what we desire. Because the desire of this flesh is evil. It's wicked, it's hell, and it's destruction. Yeah. And God has not appointed us to destruction, but has appointed us to life. Thank you, Jesus. He wants to save us from our own flesh, our own desire, our own want. Because when we get I want this, I want that. But our spirit now says, I want God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My brother just if it wasn't for the Lord, where we will be today? Mm. Because even the desire to seek him, he puts it in us. Yeah. He works in us as well. Yeah. The desire. And this is how this is why we can serve him because he's helping us. I gotta tell you this, you need to ask the Lord for help. Mm. My brother and sister, please understand that whatever you and I are struggling with, we need to ask the Lord to help us. We need to ask the Lord to be holy, to be righteous, to be in love with him, to be able to do anything that we're able to do for the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. A pastor said online this past week, the FCC of the United States opening the opportunity for you to inquire a license to have a radio a radio. If you are in a registered organization, you can have your your own FM radio in the United States. Yes, you see how an opening window next month to get the license. I'm already in there applying for it. I'm already in there trying to get this license, my brother insisted. I felt the urgency right away, my brother insisted, because now people will be able to have a, 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 a radio that can reach out to thousands of people. We can have it online, connected with online also, which we have really good connection now to company here, and we can go ahead and send it internationally. Now we can come out live worldwide. Locally, people will listen to us in our car, in our cell phone, everywhere, and internationally. Soon, my brother and sister, Okay. Thank you, Lord. Maybe a month more. Hallelujah. And I said, you know, even if we have a few months, a couple of months before we go home, two or three months, whatever time it is, no one knows the day and hour anyway. But at least we get to preach the gospel for a month or two. We'll get to leave the word of God everywhere else upon millions of life. You know, we had that on the Lord's hour that we will reach to millions and billions. Okay? And now God has given us the opportunity to do so through this, through this radio station. 
and we're going to have it. You're not going to miss the opportunity to have it. My brother and sister, I was able to get a, a, a hold of a lawyer and an engineer. My brother and sister, they have engineer and lawyer working together to help, uh, uh, you know, nonprofit organization like this to be able to have the, the, the FM radio station. And I contacted them today. I was on the phone with them today to get this going. My brother and sister, why? Because I'm praying about this. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's reach out the world. Unto the, unto the, hallelujah, the, the sound of the, of the shofar, the trumpet, for the Lord. I'm asking Brother Tony here if he will be doing, doing a few hours already. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It's going to be awesome to be able to reach out to millions of people. Hallelujah. Yes, they asked me what, what it will be. I said, no, it's going to be under the Lord Tower. So I would say the Lord Tower. It will have the station number and all that. As soon as it gets approved next month, we're excited. The lawyers will be representing us. And thank you, Lord. I thank God because God always provides yeah. the people. When I told them what it was for, the lawyer is excited. I believe he's a Christian. Thank you, Lord. God provided the way. Amen. And we are excited for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The radio could be easily in 50 in over 100 countries, 50 stay in 100 countries plus, amen, and we're going to be working on that to make sure, amen, that we can we can even work with local churches who want to join us and have their own hours of program for sure together preaching the gospel, preaching the word one last time. Shalom, Sister Renee, okay? It's important that we do this so, Amen. That we do it for the Lord, okay? I'm not afraid to, to speak, hallelujah, what the Lord is giving us to speak. My brother and sister, he had called us to do it. Excuse me, we're doing this. Even if we're only doing it for a few months. Can you imagine we, we open this and we start preaching and in a month or two, we're gone. Yeah. The church disappeared. Amen. God, God can lead someone to continue this. Because there will be seven-year great tribulation, okay? However God will lead all this to be, let it well be done. You know, we just got to, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Do this. Do this, my brother and sister, for the Lord. Be willing to work for him. We'll, we'll be willing to step out and preach out his word. Amen. Because there are lives that need to be being saved. There are people that need to be healed. We've been praying for people. Let me tell you what happened to me last week. I was in prayer with the Lord a few days ago. And I was talking to the Lord about the prayer list. Okay? The Lord wanted to tell me this. I said, Lord, please answer those that have requested prayer that I have on the prayer list, which is thousands of people. Lord, answer their petition. And the Lord said to me, Yes, I already, I already have answered their petition, he says. I felt such an anointing when he said this, and such a joy when Jesus said this to me. We have a prayer list for over a thousand people, thousands of people, because we've been having this before 2012, and the Lord said he had answered them. He had answered them. What a joy. What a joy, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Lundis. Petition for salvation for people's family. Petition for people from being healed. So many petitions that I have received from people, and I have told people over the years, send in your petition. Because whoever in your family, remember, you want them to be in safe, because the Lord has already answered all of that, all of those petitions. So I think I got to start a new one now. We're going to have to start a new petition again, my brother and sisters. Thank you, Lord, because the Lord is still at work. Jesus came that they may have life, he says, and that they have it abundantly. Thank you, Lord. And that's, that's the heart of the Lord. That's the heart of God, to save souls. He even says that in Proverbs, that whoever saves soul is wise. Yeah. You know? Right. So it, it has to be in us, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So whosoever already asked for a petition, okay, since a few days back, you already been answered by the Lord. Okay? You already been answered is what Jesus said. He already answered you. Remember Daniel? That from the moment he went to pray, his petition was answered. But what did Daniel do afterwards? He persevered in prayer. Yeah. Okay, Lord. He was told that his petition was already been answered, but Daniel persisted in prayer. Okay? Paul talks about the persevering in prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why do we need to persevere, Brother Tony? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, um, we need to persevere, yeah, and we need to persevere. Um, the Lord said, you know, watch and pray. You know, and the disciples continue the same thing, you know, like Paul, you know, uh, to persevere in prayer. It's it's very important. Prayer is, is uh, you know, prayer is everything, you know. It's the most powerful thing we can do for, for our own selves and for other people is, is prayer, you know. Because like, like you mentioned before, we can, you know, we can, you know, like uh, give donations and, and, and all that, you know, and but... When you mention that about prayer is the most important, it really is because um, you get you know you get father involved and and uh, and that's the life of the Lord was prayer when he was on earth. That's all he did was prayer, and so he taught us the importance of prayer. You know, and Amen. It, yeah, Ephesians six eighteen, praying all always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit, watching the to with all perseverance. In supplication for all saints. Yeah. God, please keep them. God, please save them. Try. Please, Lord, help my brother. Help my sister, Lord. Answer their petition, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And you do this every day, and you enter, see, you enter, you, you, you continue to ask the Lord. You persevere. You keep asking. Persevering is keep asking. Yeah. Not quitting. You know, whether you have it or not, you don't stop. Okay? Okay, when you have it, of course you're going to stop because you already have it. But, you know, I'm really interested. And I believe why God delays some of the stuff that we ask for sometimes, because in the process that we're, when we're asking, we learn. See, when you want something quickly, you're saying to God, I don't need to learn. But you need to learn because we all learn in the Lord. He teaches us. 
One of the most beautiful processes of learning is when you're waiting on God for something. If you closely pay attention, he teaches you through the, through the waiting and explain things to you. Imagine Jesus, three and a half years, explaining to the disciple all these teaching for three and a half years. When Jesus left, the disciples thought they were not ready. But then when he resurrected, what did they figure out? We are ready. We are. And then they began to remember everything Jesus had said to them. And so when the day of Pentecost came a few days after, and the Holy Spirit was put upon their life, what happened? They stood up to preach with boldness, with power, and with anointing, because now they knew this is the promise of the Lord. In other words, God is fulfilling his promise. Amen? So this is why it's important that you persevere in your prayer, because God will answer you. And when God answers you, that gives you the boldness now to go forward and say, wait a minute, God answered me. God answered me. I said to the Lord, Lord, if, when you heal me, I will testify of this healing. And the Lord, I have liver problem. The Lord gave me a new liver. And God gave me the boldness to come up and stand and share. He kept healing me. And I kept testifying. And so you want to have a bonus? Endure and persevere in prayer. Ask the Lord, Lord, increase my faith. Lord, I need faith in my life. I need faith in my prayer. I need faith in my work, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, increase my faith in Jesus' name. And the Lord will fail you now. He will increase your faith. And you will be able to testify. You will give what you receive freely. You will give freely to anyone else. You say, listen, the Lord has been merciful to me. Let me tell you about his mercy. Let me tell you about his grace. Let me tell you about his goodness, that he is good, and that his love endures forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This week, remember I shared that, hallelujah, the Lord... Led me to someone whom the Lord had given them the, the, the title for the property for the Lord's our community. And the person says to me, in this revelation, this was a revelation this week, here, are you Elvis Zapata first? I say, yes, here's the title for the land. And I'm like, the Lord was the one who gave it to them, to give it to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Soon, any day now, I'm waiting for a title. Hallelujah for the Lord Java property to begin this work. Praise you to Jesus. God is faithful, my brothers and sisters. All we got to do is ask. I went to the Lord and I asked, and he's responding now. Hallelujah. The Lord have assured me that in a few days from now, our life will have changed. I don't know what you're asking the Lord, but in a few days from now, your life will change. God, before God raptures us, he's going to answer the petitions of our heart. We're going to receive the promise that the things that we've been asking the Lord in a few days from now. Because the rapture is so close, and the great tribulation is also so close, 
that the promise God made to you and I, Jesus is coming down to fulfill them very soon. Get ready. Get ready to receive what God promised you. Whatever it is, can be the salvation of your family, of your husband, of your wife, of your children, of your parents. What is it that you're asking God? Financial breakthrough. Some of you have been asking for financial breakthrough. The Lord showed me years ago, he was bringing a financial breakthrough over his people. I saw it. I was standing watching people who have received hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Hallelujah. The Lord made sure they receive. Hallelujah. They they became very wealthy in the days to come. Why? Because God has a purpose. I remember people writing a check to me, my brother insisted, for a hundred million dollars. Someone was sending me a check for a hundred million dollars because the Lord had given them hundreds of millions of dollars. And said, so he, he is my tithe and offering, Brother Elvie. Those are the days that are coming. It's closed now. It's closed because the trumpet is going to sound. But your father is going to sound, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to give you false hope. I'm here to give you hope in the word of God that God is faithful. And this is the thing he has shown me in the days to come that are coming. Some of you, he's putting great wealth in your hand, my brother and sister, for, for things that you had asked him for, houses, really big houses and things like that. But it doesn't matter if it's only temporarily because you're going home with the Lord. But God is fulfilling his promise to you. God is fulfilling it. And this is, this is going to be the time for us to take our tithes and offering and give it to, to the children, needy, uh, the, the family needed in Israel. Okay? When God put this money in our hand, and I'm going to remind you if I'm still able to, and said, listen, brothers and sisters, let's turn around now. Let's give, let's give Israel a big tithe and offering. That before you and I leave this earth, we leave them with enough money for seven-year great tribulation, the poor in the family of Israel. We're going to, with the Lord leading and the Lord guidance, choose at least seven organizations out of Israel where we are going to donate our million to. My brother and sister, okay, another way for us to, to do this right is that before we are rapture, after we donate our tithes and offering into the millions, we're going we're gonna to set up a payment, an automatic payment to Israel, to those organizations before we leave, where a monthly check from our bank account, but we're not going to be on the earth anymore, goes out to them for seven years automatically. I already done it with a with a smaller amount. Okay, I haven't received a million yet, but by faith I know it's coming. Yeah. You know, where every month it's going to them. But that besides my tithe and offering, that's that's something I want going to them because if I'm not around very soon, which we, we know we're not, we want to make sure that your money beyond the credit and take it to 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 buy more more RFID mm-hmm. and, and and kill more babies. 
you know, or buy or, or get more abortion pill to send it to a young lady to abort baby with your money. If you don't, if you don't decide, uh, if you don't decide where your money is going to go to, you need to start doing these things now before we live. Yeah. That our money will be used for good and not for evil. Okay, that you will be reminded in heaven. Hey, uh, so much money went from your bank account into into helping Israel. In heaven, you will be reminded because it's going. It's going to be going into your bank account in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Remember who we serve. Remember who's our Lord, who's our God. We serve Him, my brothers and sisters. So we're going to set it, okay, the way it is. We're going to pray on the seven organizations. Messianic Bible is one of them. Jah Eliezer is another one. We're going to put together seven. And these seven are not going to be the biggest one to enrich themselves. It's going to be an organization that look out for the poor in Israel. Poor in Israel. Because the Bible says, the Bible says now, and let's go into the word about that, what, that God is calling the nation into judgment. Hallelujah. Revelation sixteen fifteen to 21. Behold, I come as a thief, he says. Let me put this in the chat room. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keep his garment. Lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together. Revelation 16, 16. On a place called in Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Armageddon, I believe is the other word. Mm-hmm. And the seven angel put out his vial into the ear. And there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, What does it say, brother? It is done. It is done. Who can say it is done unless he went to the cross? The one that fulfilled God's promise, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And it was a voice and thunder and lightning. And there was a great earthquake. Great. (laughs) When something is great, it's powerful. As we say powerful, the Bible says great, which probably means the same. Such as has now been since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake and so great, a great city was divided in three parts. My brother sister. And what city would that be? Okay. There's a great city divided in three parts. Uh, and, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came to the remembrance of God. Now, someone had a dream about the city divided in three parts. My brother insisted. Someone believed this is here in the United States. Okay? California will be divided in three parts. New York City will be divided in three parts. You know? This major city will be divided, not in two, but in three. My brother insisted. So each city will have a testimony of being divided. Hallelujah. The city of the nations fell. Okay? Some city like San Francisco is going to be swallowed up by the sea. It fell. Great Babylon came to remember before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fairness of his wrath. 
Some Bible says the fearness of it is indignation. Okay? That's how mad and angry Father is with the world, with, with, with the sin of humanity, my brother and sister. Now, Biden has been delayed by the Senate on his digital dollar. I, someone said, Brother Elby, I don't think they're going to get the digital dollar to be in function right away. I think that, that some of the elite will, will have their money in digital currency. And then someone said that the Senate had delayed Biden. Uh, they had questioned the digital dollar. Even Texas uh, uh, legislation set up a, a law in Texas that their, their currency will not go digital. I think it was Texas and Florida that passed this through the own legislation to stop Biden from changing everything into the digital dollar. So that, that's, that's a triumph there for the believer. And some other state will follow the same. They can pass their own legislation law to stop the president from, from changing their money into uh, digital currency. And, and you know, so, so far, so good. Although he tried to push it quickly, it's not going to be as he, as he won because some state will say no and, and pass their own legislation and, 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 and they cannot. No, it will be allowing the state coming inside from other state, but the state itself, it will not be the law like in Texas. The digital dollar, it's not going to be a law in Texas. Texas already passed a law saying no in Florida. My brother and sister. So changes. I already began, my brother and sister, that is stopping Biden from getting away or changing everything quickly. So every island fled away, okay, my brother and sisters. And this fled away, its island will not be standing when this judgment comes. And the mountain were not found. What happened? What did the mountain win, brother Tony? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh... Yes. Okay, someone was looking for the mountain, could not find them. Yeah. Did you imagine that? You're looking for something that you said, I know it was there. I, I used to, you know, go by there all the time, and now it's not there. What happened? Yeah. So the mountain was not found. And if it was not found, because someone was looking for it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And there fell up, uh, uh, men a great hail, okay, out of the heavens. In every stone about a weight of a talent, which that, that, that's too heavy. And if a, a stone of a weight of a talent falls up on your head, I can't remember how many pounds someone said that was. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? It, it's very heavy. It can kill you. It will kill you. Mm-hmm. If something like this uh, uh, comes on, on your life. And so men blaspheme God because of the plague of hail. Okay? And, and here's the thing. When they saw the hail killing their own neighbor, their own friends, it made them really angry. But that was not the message that God, God wanted them to receive. Because everything bad that happens on the earth then say it's God's fault. People get angry of God. My brother insisted. But this came because people are not wanting to repent. My brother insisted. For the play thereof was a sitting great. So in the Great Tribulation, you got you got plagues that are sitting great. The word is sitting is a word that goes beyond great. A sitting 
gray. It's taking it further, right? Yeah. You get to gray, you don't stop there. You keep going. That's a sitting, right? Sitting, yeah. And so, can you imagine? Play on people, killing them already. But it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. Mm. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay? God said in number 27.3, Our father died in the wilderness and was not in the company of those who gathered themselves together against the Lord and the company of Korah, but died in his own sin and has no son. <clears throat> terrible, terrible. Joshua 10.5, Therefore the five king of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Hermon, the king of Lashing, the king of Ephron, gathered themselves together and went up and all the hosts, and then come before Gideon and made word against it. Well, basically, all these kings that are named here are the same king today coming against Israel. That is not no news today in the media. Yeah. Same people, same nation, same people. Looks like they, they did not learn from what went about in the past. Okay? Then Joshua, uh, this is Joshua 22, 12, when the children of Israel heard it, the whole congregation and the children of Israel gathered themselves together in Shiloh to go out and to war against them. So Israel getting ready to war against the nation today, now, is the right attitude like in the times of Joshua. Israel cannot back away. And let me tell you what happened this week in case you, you didn't watch the news. I know some of you are working and are following up with the news. Okay. BRICS nations had... Three months ago, Iran put a petition to join the BRICS nations. When this problem uh, over a week now with Hamas started, Iran kept quiet. And so their application went through as it went through already with Russia and China to add Iran as part of the BRICS nations, as a current member of the BRICS nations which will be officially January 1st of next, uh, 2024, which is about two months away or less, my brother and sister. Well, the BRIC nation had added Iran. And what does that mean? That now China, well, let me tell you, 46 nations have been added. 26 are still waiting on the list to the BRIC nations. That means 46 nations, Russia, China, and India, in other nations, if any problem happens with Iran today, if Israel or United States decided to bomb Iran now, today, tonight, any hour, Russia and China then will bomb them because Iran has become officially a member of the BRICS nations. That means they have to support Iran militarily with weapons and anything that Iran will need. Now, I heard that Russia and China rushed this application. It might be that the three, three months were not up yet, but they rushed to approve it to, get, to make Iran part of their BRICS nation now, which now anything that will happen with Iran is World War III. So we are practically, we know this is World War III, the signs, the wonder of World War III, the shadow of World War III, we know that already began in Ukraine, but now it's been taken to a higher level where they believe in 24 hours, if Israel goes into Gaza, 
And Hezbollah and Iran decide to join the fight officially. World War III officially has begun. Because all the nations now will rise against the United States and Israel. Oh, Russia, China, North Korea, India. I mean, you're talking about 46 nations that mostly have nuclear weapons. This battle will be nuclear. And some people say that Tel Aviv will be wiped out. I don't think so because I know God will protect a remnant, will, will be safe. I don't know if the part of the remnant is in Tel Aviv, it may not be. Then they're talking about Jerusalem. The, the, you know, Gaza, two million people will completely be wiped out because nuclear weapon. Uh, Israel cannot anymore keep fighting with drums and planes against Iran. They will have to go nuclear. Iran missile program is really good. I told you months ago here on the Lord Tower, Russia and China have given Iran AI for the nuclear warehouse to run automatic 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days a year to make missile 24 hours. I don't know how many an hour it makes, nonstop. And these are uh, guided missiles. These missiles, when they're launched, they look for the plane, the drum, and turn it into dust in the air. They're really, really good. And Hamas and Hezbollah have gotten them. Hezbollah has 150,000 waiting, pointing to Israel right now. 150,000 is the number, pointing to Israel, to Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Guided missile, powerful missile, like they never had before. That will destroy Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. Within minutes is the word. Minutes. They'll be wiped out. And so the United States is there. So will every single other nation. You know, I didn't think that World War III will be taken to Jerusalem. I know the Lord said that one of the signs will be the war in Israel. But I didn't think all the nation will be heading to Israel to fight. You know, but God is in control. We don't need to fear. We don't need to be afraid. But the missiles they have today are really powerful things. And when they hit, they destroy. They kill. They wipe out building anything on the way. Tanks, planes, none of those things can stop them. And my brother and sister, Iran tested some of their weapons in Ukraine. That's why Iran says to Russia, set back Russia and let us use some of our weapons. They wanted to test them, and they were really affected. Many buildings were wiped out, homes. And so now they feel ready. And now that they are part this week of the BRICS, this makes World War III at the door. It's here. Some people will leave in 24 hours, some in 12 hours. We're talking about hours, not days, where nuclear weapons can be going off in the United States anywhere in Israel. And you know that if any nuclear weapon goes off in Israel, my brother and sister, all hell is going to break loose. God's not going to stand for that. He's not going to stand for that. Any nuclear weapon going off in Israel, Israel is too small. But we know Michael is there. The Archangel Michael is in Israel. He can stop a nuclear weapon in any second. 
And I'm sure God has given Michael his order on how much to protect the Jewish people. My brother, my sister, I was watching this morning missile going into Tel Aviv, several of them. This is not going into Gaza. These were going into Tel Aviv where there's millions of people, Jewish people, hitting targets, being sent by Hamas, my brother and sister. They also be- I believe that Hezbollah is passing some of the 150,000 missiles to Hamas somewhere. They got a tunnel still. They're passing them because it started today like it started off fresh. They got video online of all the destruction happening today, which, you know, you thought that Hamas by now will not have any missile, and they, they still have a lot and more coming in. So, you know, I, I, I've been saying this somewhere here. They're, being, they're lying to Israel. But, but God is with Israel. We've got to continue to pray for Israel. Remember, as long as we pray, God will send billions and trillions of warriors to angel, archangel, and, and they can stop this any day, any hour. But we have to pray. We have to ask the Lord. Don't have mercy. But World War Three, this is this is it. I believe, like I was standing in heaven this few days ago, and I knew this was it. In heaven, I knew this is not here on this earth now on this body. I was standing in heaven, and I knew in heaven it was it. Excuse me, because I wanted to ask the Lord, where are we? And in heaven, I knew this is it. So that's why World War Three is about to start. It's closed. Now, the Lord can stop this. The Lord can stop it. God can stop it any day. But somehow the nations are moving. Carriers full of planes are being sent there. And, you know, the Navy from China is going to be all over. The Navy from Israel will be all over. United States Navy is moving there. They're even moving men now. Okay. They, they may call in the United States Reserve very soon. When you see this nation calling the Reserve back into action, like Israel, there 300,000 Reserve were calling into action in Israel. United States will have to call over 3 million Reserve to come into action. This is about if they want to endure this war in Israel, they need at least 3 million Reserve maybe even five million. So there will be a lot of coal in the United States very soon. A lot of youth being chosen, a lot of reserve people that can still go back, they're going to they're gonna be calling soon. This, this, this. Because China will call their reserve. Russia will call their reserve. Iran will call their reserve. They are going to form their army bigger and stronger. Because this is going to be, um, some people believe that nuclear weapon, Israel coming out with nuclear weapon, it will give them the chance to survive this, you know. Because whosoever launches the first nuclear weapon may have the advantage. And if Israel don't come out first, he may ha- they may not have the advantage. But the word, the word from Israel is that they're ready for whatever. They're ready. They have to be ready. It's, it's, so uh, I believe that there will be an outcry very soon from the nations. So get ready to pray. Don't, don't, don't break down and make foolish decisions. 
Trust the Lord and all this. God told us this was coming. Jacob's trouble is about to begin. It's about to begin, Jacob's trouble. A seven-year great tribulation like it never been before, like it never be again. A lot of people, with what they see now, they don't even want, want to watch television. They're being shaken to the core of the being. Jesus told us to repent. Okay? He told us to be ready. My brother insisted. Because... He wanted to preserve us through this in peace. Isaiah 43, 9, 28, let all the nation be gathered together. Let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us the former thing? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say it is true. Ye are my witnesses, the Lord, and my servant. I have chosen that ye may know and believe me. First of all, we are witnesses, the Lord say. Yeah. We've been chosen to be in witnesses that we may be justified and let them hear and say it is true. So we say it is true because the Lord has said, ye are my witness, as Jesus says to his disciples. Mm-hmm. The Lord said this to me also, directly to me. You are my witness. We're here. We're witnessing what's happening. Saith the Lord and my servant, whom I have chosen, that he may know and believe me and understand that I am he. He is Messiah. Before me there was no God formed, neither there shall be after me. Oh, I thank you, Lord. He is the only God. I Even I am the Lord. Beside me there is no Savior. Thank you, Lord. Got to understand this. Because in the days to come, your faith is going to be shaken. Okay? When you see a nuclear weapon going off everywhere, how, how are you going to feel about it? Your faith is going to be shaken. So you got to be ready for that. He says, I am the Lord, and beside me there's no Savior. So if you're trying to look any other way to being safe from all these nuclear weapons, that they may be started going off. Uh, soon, they're expecting something in 24 hours. They're expecting a major attack in 24 hours in Israel. Iran leader came on television today and warned, now that they're part of BRICS, they send a strong, strong message to Israel about going into Gaza. My brother and sister, strong message that they are ready to defend the Palestinians, okay? And their tone of language is a tone that they will use any kind of weapon. My brother and sister, Israel cannot afford, again, to have a nuclear weapon being dropped in their soil. They're too little. They don't have much land. So, United States Biden, a lot of people are hoping he will stand and 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 make a threat to Iran, make a threat to Russia and China, that they will also be dropping the big one if they have to. But Biden is not doing that. He's not doing that. He, he, he's, he, he's making a little promise here and there, but he's not really standing up. Okay. 
I heard that even Democrat now wants Trump back. So he was spent to them and quiet all of them. Because now they, they, they know that Biden, Biden is not brave enough. Okay, so we'll see, my brother and sister. The Lord is a mighty warrior. He'll fight for Astra, you know. But we know that this is the end and that this was coming and is now here. I have declared and have saved. I have shown where there was no strange God among you. Therefore, ye are my witness, saith the Lord. I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am he. There's none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work. And who shall turn it back? See? There's no turning back in this clock of Jesus. There's no turning back when the Lord said, this is it. People of God. A lot of people are expecting turning back. This morning... As I'm meditating on time, and what Father says to me before this year began, that there will not be more time given, Father says. He confirmed to me this morning, yes, as he had said, no more time will be given. He gave me a strong yes, a strong confirmation in my silent prayer with him, my quiet, silent prayer with him, where I could, hear, I could hear him say it to me, with no interference, my brother and sister, he gave me a strong confirmation that what he says still stands. No more time will be given. I know that the Lord is merciful and good, and the Lord has said to his brother that they can ask for Brandon more time. But... What I have to say is that Father said no more time will be given, but I know that the Lord died for every single soul. Yeah. And if, he, if people and the Lord were joined to us, Father, for a little bit more, he may grant it. Okay? But he says, no, my brother and sister. Thus saith the Lord, very first, in your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon, and have brought down all their nobles, the Chaldeans who cry is in the ships, or who, who cry is in the ships, you know, in the ship, the submarine, the, the Russian, who, the, their strength who cries in the ships. Is, that's where they, they are strong. My brother, thousands of submarines in one, nuclear, in one missile are 300 nuclear weapons. Incredible. The destruction coming upon this earth and people go to sleep like nothing without repenting, without seeking God. No, 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 no. I am the Lord, verse 15, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Okay? The Creator of Israel. You can be sure that He will not let them destroy Israel. But we need to pray. Verse 16, Thus saith the Lord, who make it away in the sea. And a path in the mighty water. Who bring forth a chariot of horses. So what is he bringing forth, Brother Tony? He brings forth the chariot and horses. Um, that sounds like what he did, uh, you know, similar to what he did to uh, 
uh, Egypt, right? You know, he destroyed, you know, they brought their, they were on horses and, you know, chariots and, and, uh, he brought them down, you know, through the, through the sea. Amen. <clears throat> he destroyed them, yeah. And the army and the power, they shall lie down together, they shall not rise. They are a stain. No more. They are quenched. You remember, ye not the former thing, neither consider the things of all. Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Mm-hmm. Now it shall spring forth. You should know it, and it will even make a way in the wilderness, a river in the desert. <laughs> Rabbi has taken this really serious and are really creating... Uh, Plants in the desert where water they found deep in the in the in the desert, yeah. and and you know, if you probably look for this river in the desert years ago and it was not there. Now they're finding water in the desert. Yeah, yeah. that means it's, it's, it's so close. Okay, uh, the beast of the field shall honor me. Okay, and the dragon and the owl because I I give water in the wilderness and rivers, in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people have I formed for myself, and just show for my praise. Oh. How do you show for God's praise, brother? Yeah, we were created to praise, you know, to worship God. Um, we were created for that, you know, from from the beginning, you know. Um, that's something we should never lose, you know, praise, you know, because praise could—it's even a weapon, you know, you know, because when we praise God, you know, it's. It's uh, as we know that his, his presence comes in, and you know, you know, the, the enemy don't like that. So he tries mm-hmm. to do anything he can for us to not worship God, you know, and uh, to try to silence us from worshiping him. But um, no, we were created for that to worship God. That's what that's what people do in heaven, you know, all the time. You know, they worship God by anything they do in heaven, and so. And that's how it should be done here. We worship God with everything. Being thankful is worshiping Him, you know. Um, worshiping Him, you know, with our lips, with our lives. and But uh, praise, yeah, praise is all they do in heaven, you know. That's, that's all angels do up there, you know. They worship God and and all they're doing, you know. Praising God. And and that's what we should do down here is praise God and, and uh, praise Him through... You know, at all times, that's how. Because uh, that's that, that's how I see it, and I remember that. I always remember that because that's what they do in heaven. So that's what we should do down here too, also. Because all they do is worship and praise God all the time. You know, up there, and and that's how it should be down here. Now, continue to reverse from the two Yeah, uh, but thou hast not called upon me, O Jacob. But thou hast been weary of me, O Israel. Explain that one there. Yeah, it's uh, for, you know, weary from serving him, you know, from um, thou has not called upon me, O Jacob, thou has has been weary of me, O Israel, you know, that's speaking to him, you know. Yeah, that's this is yeah, so instead of calling on the Lord, they prefer to worry. Yeah, yeah, not focusing on on the Lord. That's how I see it. Lukewarmness, you know, not not seeking the, not you know, because when we worry, yeah, we get our eyes off the Lord. So yeah, that makes sense. Amen. So they prefer, see, 
a lamb can't burn offering. But that's not what God wanted. Thou heart me sweet came with with money. The money. Yeah. What would we say, honey? With money. Money. Yeah. Neither hath thou filled me with the fat of the sacrifice, but thou hast made me to serve with thy sin. Thou hast worried me with thy iniquity. Wow. I even I am the blood. He that blot out thy transgression for my own sake, I will not remember thy sin. Put me in remembrance. How do you do that? Put me in remembrance, yeah. That's, that, that has a lot of... Uh, there's a lot you can get from that. Put me in remembrance. <laughs> because in everything we do, you know, just how we read in Proverbs, to put the Lord first and, you know, and... Uh, Remember him in all your ways, and he will strengthen our paths. And uh, putting the Lord first, remembrance is you can take it also as uh, what the Lord did on the cross when he said, you know, do this in remembrance of me. You know, always remembering that through what he did on the cross, we have, we, you know, we have everything, healing, salvation. You know, through the cross, we can pray for people, you know. Uh, it's through the cross that we that we're here, that we can, you know, that we can, and that we're saved, you know, it's through the cross. So put me in remembrance. Yeah, that's really good. They're really powerful. Yeah. Let us plead together. Not plead together. <laughs> yeah, we were talking a lot about this earlier. And yeah, it's uh, not contending, you know, not contending with God. You know, it's because, uh, you know, like we were saying, it's, you know, like uh, like when God told Job, you know, you know, um, where were you when I created, you know, the earth? You know, and so, you know, we, we can't we can't say anything because we, you know, we don't have that. He he's the one that created all things. So, but you know, Job did right. He didn't speak anything, you know. But he was I could tell he was you know teaching Job something now um, through his suffering. But yeah, thank you, Lord. Thy father has sinned, and thy teacher has transgressed against me. Oh, thy teacher. Therefore I have profaned the prince of the sanctuary, and have given Jacob to curse, and Israel to reproach. Wow. Hosea 1.11. And shall the children of Judah and the children of Israel be gathered together, and I point themselves in one hand, they shall come up out of the land, for the great shall be the day of Jezreel. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It's really hallelujah. Um difficult when when a nation abandons God, but then when they when they demand from God, knowing that they have not given anything. Because God See, we ask God for things, but God wants us to give our heart to Him. Yeah. So you give your heart first, and then you ask Him. So you got to give. Yeah. See, this is why planting a seed in the ground, then you expect a tree and a harvest. Mm -hmm. Giving your heart to God is like planting a seed. And then God cleanses your heart in life, and then you ask. People usually do it the other way. They ask first, mm -hmm. and but they don't give their heart to him. They don't give their life to him. 
They don't commit their life to them. Even if they have given their life to God, but have they given their heart to God? He says in his word to give your heart. Yeah. You know? And usually the heart is what you love. So love him. Love the Lord with all thy heart, with yeah. all thy soul, with all thy mind and all thy strength, yeah. which is the first commandment. Our will, right? Mm. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So it's important. So I said 25, 7, he will destroy the mountain, the face of the covering, cast over all the people. In the veil that spread over all the nation. Right now, all the nation, according to Isaiah 25 7, are blind, including the United States. They have a veil, okay, over all the people. There's a covering, a veil. See, a veil that spread over all the nations. And that veil keeps them blind to what's happening. So this is why now all the nations are coming together against Israel. Forty-six nations are against Israel. Now, in the 26 more uh, applications submission to China and Russia breaks, some believe France and Germany are there. Russia and China breaks are now, re- are now revealing the 26 plus nations that have requested to join BRICS. But to some people's opinion, believe that France and Germany names out there, which you know they're part of NATO. And that would change everything. But there was someone who had a revelation of seeing um, um, Germany fighting along with Russia. Okay. And when I heard that, I said, yeah, see, yeah. they're, they're going to join Russia and China. They're going to be part of the BRICS soon. And so the BRICS is going to meet January 1st of 24, okay, that first week, that, that meeting, to receive out the other, to, to fulfill the 46th number, okay? And they might name or present the other 26 nations that had joined. If any other nations have decided also to submit application, they, they, they will also mention it. Now, one of the nations that have submitted their application and are preparing for it is Mexico. Mexico army is being restored like in the old days. Okay? They are being made strong. And because they want to join BRICS, they're building their own vehicle. They they had built factory. Well, they already had them, but you know they had told United States four guys to get out of Mexico because they want to build their own car, and they already started building their own car, their own trucks. Okay, and so so they can bring something to the table with BRICS. It has been the plan, but they will fight alone with BRICS, China and Russia, and them. When, when the war goes against the United States, Mexico will fight. Mexico army will be strong, as they're making them strong now, and will fight along with them. Okay? Imagine Mexican and friends joining them, who will also fight along with them. But India, Pakistan, Iran, Syria, Libya, many other nations. The king of Saudi Arabia 
that wanted to do business with Israel before all this mess have also requested to join BRICS, and they already joined BRICS. Okay? That's the king of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is part of the BRICS already, officially. They will also fight along with them, my brother and sister. Okay? We will find out we're still here January 1st of the rest of the nation that will join. But it's going to get these nations shaking. Okay? My brother and sister, I was thinking when, when Netanyahu said that he wanted to join BRICS before this attack on Israel, it made me a little nervous because I knew that the elite would not leave Israel to join BRICS that easy. And I think this is happening now because of that. I, my own opinion, the Lord has not shown me nothing in regard to that, but I believe that because I, you heard it on the news, you heard it online. I heard the speech of Netanyahu back then when uh, last month, September 21st, when they signed the International Peace, he gave a speech of uh, uh, Saudi Arabia came wanting to join them, when Saudi Arabia is already part of, of BRICS. So all that, all this myth going on, it goes beyond what a lot of people understand and know. But it's in the Word of God. Okay? Uh, I said 29, in the multitude of other nations that fight against Ariel, even all that fight against her in her fortification, fortification, and the distress her shall be as, as a dream of an annoying vision. Now, look how God compares what's going to happen. I want you to meditate on this because God's been giving a lot of dreams and vision about what's going to happen. Okay. And it says that what is going to happen is as what, Brother Tony? Go ahead and read it. It shall be as a dream of a night vision. The read from number seven. Oh. And the multitude of all the nations that fight against Ariel, even all that fight against her and her fortifications, and that distress her, shall be as a dream of a night vision. Why? Okay. Why? Why do they believe this way? Because how strong this nation is. Okay? But it will come to pass because God said it will come to pass. It's not because we want it to or that we hate this nation so much. No. Okay? Now keep reading, Brother Tony, here, verse 8. It shall be even as when a hungry man dreameth, and behold, he eateth, but he awaketh and his soul is empty. Or as when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, he drinketh, but he awaketh, and behold, is faint, and his soul hath appetite. So shall the multitude of all the nations be that fight against Mount Zion. Now look, first you got Ariel, which is the United States. And, and the reason is because it's, it has to be the more powerful nation, Ariel. Okay? And then what happened when now they decide... So it would tell you that the United States and Israel in the last day will be great friends. So when they go against the United States, then they're going against Israel, God is saying. So look what he's saying. So it shows a multitude of other nations that, that fight against Mount Zion, which is Israel. Okay? My brother insisted. But their soul will be empty. Why does it say that the souls are empty, Brother Tony? 
Can you put uh, your finger into that? Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll give it to you quickly. COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> yeah, that's what came to mind, the vaccine, yeah. The ending, no so. The body's ending. Yeah. All these soldiers that are gathering together and all that from all these nations, they have no soul. Mm-hmm. They've all been vaccinated. Empty, yeah. They're empty. God said they're empty in the word. His word, he said they will be empty. Soulless. It's the word. Saltless. How can God say they will be saltless? God knows the end from the beginning, and he announced it to his prophet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God, my Lord, everything is in the word of God before it comes. Isaiah 34, 2. What does it say, Brother Tony? For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations. Hold on there. What's the indignation? Wrath, right? Anger, wrath, judgment. Go ahead. Uh, And his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them. He hath delivered them to the slaughter. Everyone right now that are planning to, the, the nation that are getting together to fight, God said he had given them to the slaughter. Well, who's going to slaughter them is the question. For the Lord. The Lord will slaughter them when the time comes. Okay? Why is he going to slaughter all the nations? Remember that the word nothing, there's nothing there, mm-hmm. but like a body. Now, another confirmation, Isaiah 40, 17. What does it say, brother? All nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing in vanity. So how much do they how much does God value them? This is according to the word. I'm not making this up. I'm giving you the verses in the chat room. Yeah. Look. I'm not making this up. If you think I'm insulting other nations, you are wrong. I'm reading it from the Bible, the word of God. You know, Bible existed. So, because if I say it without reading it to you, you are, he's making this up. There's no way. God's going to say that all the nations are before him as what? There's nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Say, my Lord, my God, Isaiah 43, 9. Let all the nations be gathered together, and let the people assemble. Who among them declare this and show us the former thing? Let them bring forth their witness that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, it is true, and that's, we read that one early. Okay? Thank you, Lord. And then, this one is for the end of time. The, now, this is the hope here. I chapter 52, the Lord had made bear his holy arm, and then and, and the, the eyes of all the nations, and all the end of the earth shall be see the salvation of the Lord. So when the nations come against Israel, there will be a time that they're going to see Messiah. Okay? They're going to see Messiah. Why? Because Messiah uh, is the salvation of the Lord. Okay? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I think that's okay. So... And then Jeremiah said that at that time they shall call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all the nations shall be gathered unto it in the name of the Lord, 
This is in the millennium they shall they walk I walk anymore after the imagination of the evil heart. No more. Shalom, Brother Joseph. Okay? Now, what the God says in Jeremiah 25, 15. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel unto me, Take the wine cup out of the fury of my hand, and cause all the nation to whom I have sent thee to drink it. Why do they need to drink it, Brother Tony? It says, uh, Take the wine cup of, of the spear of my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send thee to drink it. Yeah, that's plagues. Plagues, uh, you know, um, all the people that are that are going to be killed, you know, the uh, those that are, sounds to me, you know, those that are, you know, uh, that are going to be under the wrath, you know, people that, those nations that come against Israel, you know, and... Uh, you know, they're going to be, you know, uh, uh, like the second coming, you know, the Lord's going to, you know, he's going to destroy them. Those that have, you know, those that come against Israel, because he's coming to rescue Israel. And, uh, you know, I know he's, he's going to save other people, but he's coming specially, you know, for Israel, you know. And uh, Israel is going to see a salvation of God, and those that are coming against them will be, you know, like it says, like we read before, there will be no more. Amen. And I like it because he said before that all nations and the Lord have made uh, bear his holy arm and all the nation and all the end of the earth to see the salvation of the Lord. Well, the salvation of the Lord is Jesus. Yeah. They're going to see the salvation. Sure. Jeremiah 25, 31, nor shall come even from, come even to the end of the earth, for the Lord had a controversy with the nation. He will plead with all the flesh. Okay, and he will give them that are wicked the sword, saith the Lord. Yeah, to the so, Lord, yeah. Uh, that means that he given the sword to Hamas. Yeah, yeah, he will give them that are wicked to the sword. Yeah, so yeah, it's, <laughs> you know. So many nations will will fall under the sword. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Jeremiah 26, 6. Then will I make the house of sick, like Sikla. I will make the city cursed to all the habitation of the earth. My brother and sister, it's going to be terrible what is happening. Jeremiah 27, 7. And all the nations shall serve him and his son and his son's son. Until the very time of the land, the land come, and many nations and the great king shall then shall be served by him. The Messiah, the return of Messiah, being served by Him. That's 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 going to be awesome. The promise of the Lord is incredible. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise to the Lamb of God, my brother and sister. Amen. We 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 Hallelujah have read so many verses here. And we wanted we wanted to bring them and share them with you, my brother and sister, because we know that there's no more time left, and that whatever time we have before the Lord's return, we need to be ready in repenting and seeking the Lord and calling upon the name of the Lord and wish that we'll be safe. A lot of people who are not prepared for the days to come may even have heart attack, stroke, 
because all these things are caused by uh, extreme nervousness, by extreme fear. And notice that, you notice that when there's so much fear going on on the news and all that, there's more stroking heart attack going on on people. And more people have been taking on, taking on their own lives because of fear, my brother and sister. And, and in the days to come, a lot of people are going to turn on the television and hear and see the unthinkable. Nuclear weapon is in the horizon. And a lot of people have no idea how horrible it is. But they are going to see it, experience it, and their eyes are not going to believe what they're going to see. My brother and sister, it's terrible. At one time, the Lord takes me into the Great Tribulation here in America. I was in a city here. It looks to me like a large city. And, and the city looks like Boston to me. But I didn't think it was Boston. It, might, it may be Boston. It was a large city like Boston. I was in the middle of that city, and a nuclear weapon was launched in that city, my brother and sister. But the nuclear weapon was launched, uh, like, far north of the city from where I was standing. And, and, the, and the nuclear weapon was taking building with it. Boom, 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 like domino. But I noticed that it was turning them to dust as it was coming. And, and immediately, because I was taken there by the Lord and left there to experience what was happening, I immediately would look into where to run, where to hide. The advice is if you have a basement, run into your basement there and lay down. Okay, I don't know how safe a basement is, but I guess it is safe, and it will, you know, help you to be protected, my brother and my sister. But I, the the panic of the people, which is not there were not that many people left when I saw it, but the panic of those that were there, most of the building, yeah, they were empty because there's well, there will be certain judgment happening, but nuclear weapon is nothing to play around with. Every single house alarm, car alarm, everything went off at the same time. I never been in, in the middle of so much noise and chaos. No one knew. No, You could not even save your children because a nuclear weapon goes widely destroying everything. It's like a circle that it makes, and the and the power is like a two thousand mile hurricane going across, destroying everything on its way. I saw building pulverized, dust. It immediately turned them into dust as I was looking at them, and I, you know, and and the power of God, it could not harm me. But anybody else, children, people, doesn't matter who, because there's a lot of people who right now who are not ready with God, who are not repenting, who are not seeking the Lord with all their heart, who are leaning on their own understanding and are not committing themselves to the Lord. 
I felt it for the children. I felt it for the elder. I felt it for the people because a lot of people immediately wanted to say the loved ones, but they find out it's too late. Nuclear weapon is devastating weapon that it should never be used. But all these nations got thousands of them ready to use them. So in 24 hours from now, something they're looking forward to happen, this is not from the Lord. This is what the people who are studying this stuff are saying. In the moment I heard today that Iran is part of BRICS, I said, oh, no. The Russia, president of Russia, president of China, uh, President Putin and Jinxin decided to, to rush to get them immediately into part of BRICS so they can support them militarily. This was unexpected. This is going to have consequences like people cannot imagine. They wanted to, to take this further. Now they have taken it further. 46, 46 countries behind Iran. The UN had condemned Israel attacking Gaza. So according to the UN, Israel right now is an enemy, have violated international law. So by the end of this war, Israel will be an enemy which will not receive no support from the UN. My brother and sister, we need to continue to pray for them. First of all, that God will keep them and protect them. My brother and sister, because they're expecting major attack in 24 hours and even nuclear weapon. And Israel is not gonna stand back and let Iran or any nation like nuclear weapon on them. They, will, they may want to Drop it on the other people first. So we're talking about maybe millions of lives lost very, very soon in a short period of time. People that are now having lunch or getting ready to go to work tomorrow may not have that no more time. Things are changing. I'm telling you people, the media, you know, they're going to be all over this. Whatever happened, they will be all over it giving people bad information, heart attack information, and pe making people more nervous for what is coming. But our trust is in the Lord. Let's continue to trust the Lord and seek him with all of our heart. Let your Lord be your shield and your protection in the time of trouble because he will protect us. Yeah. My brother and sister, thank you for joining us. Hope that Sister Carter will be on tomorrow, but the body will be on Friday. God willing, we'll be back Sunday. Again, whatever the Lord shows, whatever happens uh, from here to Sunday, my brother and sister, we, we will pray for the family. We'll pray for the people. We want to go ahead, Brother Tony, and do a prayer for the because there's a lot of people that I know are nervous or scared or yeah. that the Lord will give them strength, that the Lord will come for them. Lord Jesus, we pray for those that are worried, Lord, and heavy and laden, Lord, that they will come to you, Jesus, and that you will give them rest, Lord Jesus. My brother Tony and I, we, and everyone listening, come in agreement for them, for the family, for the people, Lord. Help us, Lord, through these difficult times of Jacob's trouble that is about to begin, Lord, the shadow of Jacob's trouble that is happening on the earth before we're after the pastor. Help us through this time. Help your people. Help your church. Awaken the sleeper, Lord. Mighty Lord, mighty Yeshua. 
Get people straining hope in you, Lord, to focus on you, waking them to dreams and visions. Speak to them, Lord. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray, O Lord, that you would have mercy, that you will help each and one of us, give us strength. Lord, in Jesus' name, help us to be stronger, Lord, in the days to come, to hold fast strong to you, Lord. Lord Jesus, have mercy on our soul. Forgive us in the trespass and give us strength, wisdom, and knowledge. Lord Jesus, mighty one of Israel, we ask you for your mercy and grace, Lord. Heal the sick. Heal those that need to be comforted, Lord. Mighty Lord, mighty Yeshua, help your people in Jesus' name. Give them strength, Lord. Mighty God, mighty Jesus, you are our helper. You are the God that healeth me. You say your word, and you heal them all, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. To do. Thank you. They corrupted, the Bible says, all flesh. And so is being done today. All flesh today is being corrupted in, uh, in so many ways, medical. An example, medical way, through medicines, doctors are playing uh, God more and more every day. We're seeing Elon Musk from, from hallelujah, Tesla and, and SpaceX and so much, uh, and putting a ship in people's brain to, hallelujah, change the way humanity thinks, control people's thoughts. They, they make it seem like they're going to control things, but if they never let people see the truth, about things controlling them, my brother insisted, and it's basically what it is. They think that they're going to control things with the ship on their brain, but they don't realize that the things that they wish to control will end up controlling them, my brother insisted. Mind control has been one of the greatest tools of the enemy for so many years, and finally it is coming to pass for the elite as they come out with all these invention, technology, my brother and sister, that the fallen demons, fallen angels given them to mind control people, medication, tools, devices of the enemy. The Bible talks about in the book of some about devices of the enemy. Well, those devices are being implemented today in people's life, my brother and sister. And of course, it's not pleasing unto God because it's destroying Man who is made in the image of God. In the image of him he created them, the Bible says. And that is what is being destroyed. That is what is being changed. The image of God. Pure human being like God. My brother and sister, with the ability to have self-will, self-thinking, self-decision. Hallelujah. As they make decisions for the wicked things, they are losing the self-will, the self uh, ability to make their own decision. My brother and sister, all that is being lost in the last days. But it's not the will of God, the Bible says, that anyone will perish. It's not in the mind of God. The will of God is the mind, the desire of God for each human being. It's not in the mind and the heart of God that anyone will perish, that people will have everlasting life, will live forever with God. But as they are being contaminated, as they're being corrupted, as it happened in the days of Noah, they are losing their position in God. They are losing the blessing that God has given them. My brother and sister, that God wishes no one 
to perish, to, to lose the blessing that he had given unto them, imparted into their lives. My brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But we must be wise as a five wise virgin. And the last day, make the right decision for the Lord. My brother and my sister, as we see all these wickedness and evil things happening, for us not to take part in it, have no part in evil, have no part in wickedness, take no part in it, have no desire for it neither. My brother and sister, we must stay away from these wicked devices, wicked evil, wicked plan of the enemy. It's not of God, it's not for God. Hallelujah, it doesn't come from God, it doesn't descend from heaven. Only good gifts descend from heaven, from the Father above, from the Father of light, the Bible says. Not evil gifts, my brother and sisters. Not, not anything of darkness comes from God, but everything of light, a goodness, a good for other human beings, my brother and sisters. Because he's a good father. We serve a good father. We serve a good God who desires the best for each and one of us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. But we must be obedient because there is a consequence for sin. See, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, when they decided to listen to the serpent, they were not obligated. It was by choice. The serpent offered Eve another choice. When she said that God has said that she will not eat from the fruit, that in the day they will eat from it, they will die. The devil offered them another choice. And they voluntarily, willingly took that choice, made their own decision for the offer of the devil, my brother and sister, which ended up in sin, disobedience, and which consequence came by which they would, they would sin out of the garden. Hallelujah. And their sin and their disobedience, they could not be in the presence of God anymore. They could not be in the holy place of the garden anymore. So they have to be driven out of the garden, the Bible says. They were driven out of the garden, my brother and sister, by God, holy angels. Hallelujah, by God, ordered by God. Because they have no place in God anymore, in sin and disobedience. And that's what humanity don't understand. And that's what the devil understands very well. That people in disobedience and sin have no place in God. Unless they repent, unless they turn to God. In repentance, forsaking the sins and the wicked ways. My brother and my sister. So it's not the will of God that anyone will perish. That will people will have everlasting life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So as it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot, people made their own choice. People made their own decision. And that's what is being done today. My brother and sister, the only decision that people are making, like in those days of wicked and evil, not seeking after holiness and righteousness, not seeking after being obedient unto the Lord, but seeking unto being disobedient, which is not the will of God for anyone. My brother and my sister, we must seek the will of God. We must seek what God has for each and one of us. Thank you, Lord. In order for God, hallelujah, to grant us His blessing, hallelujah, He has many blessings to give to us, but we must be obedient. Hallelujah, we must seek as well. Hallelujah, not our own, but His, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Our Father is good. This morning, I receive a revelation from Father. I see myself on the earth. I see myself being chased by fallen angel, human. My brothers and sisters, I was running and running. Hallelujah, God protection. I could see God protection over my life. And it's a sample of the bride of Christ. 
the bride of Christ is being persecuted. The bride of Christ is being chased and looked after, hallelujah, being searched by the enemy, stalked by the enemy. In my dream, in my revelation, I say, why are these people stalking me? I can see, uh, like government agency, I can see people stalking me through different devices as they use in secret, computer, camera, AI, in different ways they're being used today to stalk the bride of Jesus. My brother, and sister, this is what I was seeing. And I was saying in my dream, my revelation, I was there. As I had all this view from God of all of them stalking us, looking into our lives. And with so many different devices, with so many different ways, my brother and sister. But in the spirit where I was standing, in the spiritual realm, I can see clearly all the devices, through devices, I can see them looking through them, through their computers, their supercomputers, they call them. My brother and sister, satellites, and so many devices that they're using today to watch the bride, to stalk the bride of Jesus. Every single hour, every single minute, every single second, they're watching us, they're listening to us. My brother and sister, it's like we, the bride of Christ, the sons of God, have become the outsider. Not no more, we're, in a, we're home. Okay? And we've we never been home after we gave our life to Jesus. Jesus said we're in this world, but we're not of the world. He says that he had chosen us from the world. Thank you, Jesus. My brother and sisters. So immediately I could see that we were the outsider. My brother and sisters. We talk about aliens from other spaces. Demons from other spaces, because that's what they are. stalking us. And it's all the other way around. The enemy will always make things to sin. Hallelujah. Make his demon the victim. That's what the enemy is doing when they talk about fallen aliens and all that. He, they're making the, the, the demon victim when it's the other way around. He always lies. He's always looking for a way to deceive humanity. My brother and my sister. And this is what I was seeing. I was seeing the truth from God the Father. God the Father was showing me this this morning. Hallelujah. And as I began to run, as we began to run, the bride of Christ, and, we, and I began to run to every place on the earth. And we could, not find the, we could not find a place on the earth. We were running from left to right, from right to left, from north to south. And there was not a place in this revelation this morning that we can find a home for ourselves. I knew we were not home anymore. And that's what God wanted me to see. There's no place for my children, for my bride, that they can go home on the earth. There's not a place. This is not your home anymore. And never been your home anymore. My brother insisted. Hallelujah. This place in the spiritual realm looked like hell. It looked horrible. Darkness everywhere. Demons everywhere. My brother insisted. And human body. And in, in, in many forms. That people have no idea. And their AIs are demons. And there's so many demons of AI now. GI, they call them. A higher level of AI. And there's another one now. Like SGI. Tip GI. Tip GI. My brother and sister. Higher levels are AI. And all these AI demons, that's what they are, is a demon greater than another demon. And a demon more specialized than another demon. And a demon with another special ability. That's all it is. Fallen, wicked, evil demon. And that's what I was looking at. In my revelation. 
It was stunning. It was surprising. But God wants us to see the truth. He says that in his word there is nothing hidden that will not come out to light. My brother insisted. So he's revealing this mystery for us to know. For us to understand where we are, where we're living. We're living in the last of the last days. My brother, my sister. Hallelujah. So we began to run. I began to run. And I was, I was running. I knew I was the bride of Christ in this revelation, the sons of God. Because that's what we are. And we were running in this revelation and running. And running through the earth. And nowhere to find a home, my brother and sister. Nowhere. We cannot call any place, any country, any island, any city, any state. We cannot call it home. Even an abandoned island is not a home for us. And running, running from country to country, from place to places, in this revelation, we cannot find a home. And at the end of the revelation, my brother and sister, as we were running and running, seems to where there's no place home for us. God, who was washing us, who was washing us, who had his hand on us, hallelujah, out of the sun, like, pulled me to his throne, pulled me his way. And I immediately, at the end of my race, ended up next to Father's throne. And I immediately in heaven, knowing that I was in Father's throne, my brother and sister, hallelujah, I knew immediately that I was home in heaven. The only place we can call home is heaven. My brother and sister, everything has become so evil and so wicked down here that nothing down here anymore we can call home. Everything, my brother and sister, has been corrupted like in the days of Noah, has been damaged one way or another. And when I say corrupted, I, I understand it better now with this revelation a spiritual corruption, that the spiritual DNA, if we can call it, is corrupted everywhere on this earth. Nothing anymore is alive as we think. We see the grass, we see the tree. But if you look closely how they're dying, even snakes have become a dangerous species. You can, you can go to any country abandoned side, you, you might be able to find snakes, not anymore like you used to 10, 20 years ago. Lions, tigers, every single animal, birds that we had abundance on the earth are becoming endangered species. Whales are becoming endangered species. Sharks are becoming endangered species. Dolphins are coming in. All kinds of fish are becoming endangered species. Everything is dying off. Human beings are becoming endangered species. Also, my brother and sister, so incredible. How everything is dying, but you're not being told that you're given a hologram on television like everything is great, while the enemy is hunting children by a thousand in one month in a single state in the United States. And that is not coming up on the media, because they're making money, they're getting rich by it, and they think that them ending as depopulation is going on on the earth. They're going to have all these riches they believe from the devil that they're going to get to enjoy. But they don't understand that they are believing the folly of all lies. That when he speaks of lie, he speaks of himself, Jesus said, in your name. They're being lied. They're being deceived. 
to the core of their being. And it was better for them not to be born than to believe the lies of the devil. My brother and my sister, this is what this earth is heading to. This is where the lie is. Human beings are being lied, are being deceived in such a way, such a level that they don't realize how bad it is. My brother and sister, God doesn't wish for anyone to perish. My brother and sister, He doesn't wish for anyone to be so deceived. He wants people to be unsafe. Hallelujah. But we must believe in Christ. We must be obedient. Obedient to God, the Bible says, is better than sacrifice. We focus on sacrifice most of the time. And not in obedience. My brother insisted. Although both go hand to hand. You must fast. You must pray. You must live a holy life. For God is so difficult. But it's not impossible. Because what God Jesus taught his disciples. Everything is possible. That means that we are supposed to. By Jesus teaching. We are supposed to depend on God. For our daily life. For him to give us our daily bread. For him to help us every day to serve him, to seek him, to commit our lives to him. Thank you, Jesus. We cannot do this on our own. Jesus told his disciples in John 15, 4, that without me, separated from me, there's nothing you can do. That is the very fact of the spiritual life in Jesus, in God, in Christ. Without the Lord Jesus' help every day, without the help of the Holy Spirit, we have the guidance, the wisdom, the leading, the revelation of the Lord. My brother and sister, we will be in darkness. We need the Lord every day. We need to commit our life to Him every day. Thank you, Jesus. We need His help. Thank you, Lord. This week, before this revelation, I have received another revelation. My brother and sister of heaven. And this revelation, this week that I received was so mighty, was so powerful. I was sharing it with some of my brothers. In this other revelation, we, we, I, we found ourselves in heaven after the rapture and departure of the bride of Christ. I know so many question the rapture and wonder if the rapture is biblical and wonder if the rapture is real. If the church will ever leave this earth, if we are going to be the departure, I'm going to give you one verse of the Bible that Jesus said himself. Heaven and earth will pass. But now my word, Jesus said, His word is truth. His word is eternal. Everything was created from the from the word of God. The Bible said that God created the heaven and then created the earth. The Bible says that Jesus is the first in creation. Who is Jesus? Jesus is the first word that God the Father spoke from the mouth. That's why he is the living word. He is the Word of God. My brother, He is the first from creation. Because when God began to create anything, He spoke the Word. The very first time He spoke the Word, the first Word that came out of His mouth is Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, the Word of God, the living Word of God. My brother, my sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. In this revelation, my brother and sister, things that I have not seen, that ear have not heard, 
of the things that God has preserved to them that love him, the Bible says. My brother and sisters, hallelujah, we were raptured. We were in heaven in the park, the Lord's hour park, that other brothers and sisters have seen, I believe Sister Carla has seen it. Other brothers and sisters have seen the Lord's hour park in heaven. I remember that before this revelation, I was taken to the Lord's hour park, and they have so many uh, musical instruments there all around the park, and I was wondering where we're going to enter the park. I was revealed by the redeeming heaven that when we go home, I'm going to be one of the leaders leading the bride to the, to the wedding celebration because I was told that I know exactly where it is because so many times the Lord has taken me there. I, when I get to heaven, I know exactly where to go. So I will be leading other people there. Thank you, Lord. A group there, especially from the Lord's Tower. To me, that was an exciting revelation. Thank you, Lord. So this time, we were all, a group of us, brothers and sisters of the Lord's Tower, we were in, in the Lord's Tower Park sitting in bench around the park, beautiful tree, my brothers and sisters. And I could see everyone in the glorified body. In a tremendous presence of God. Tremendous peace, untold peace, unheard. Love. Home. We were home. And as we were sitting around, around like in a group, we were talking with one another. And there was one topic we were talking there. And the topic was how close the departure and rapture was. And that we didn't realize. Jesus had told us that the rapture, the departure of the bride of Christ, the hard apostle, the caught up in the air, is going to happen sooner than what we think. I have asked some of my brothers and sisters, what do you think? What are you thinking? Help me with this. What's in your mind? Because the question has been that it's going to be very, very soon. Any moment now. Excuse me, but sooner than what we think. It's a revelation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I've been thinking about this. The rapture happening sooner than what we think. My brother and sister. And I even meditated on what we've been thinking all these years. The things that have been going through our mind, conversation. People questioning the rapture, the day of the rapture, all that. I've been thinking about all this, my brother and sister. Amazingly, it's like we've all been thinking that this is going to be in years. And that we're going to be able to do this, do that. Make plans to buy houses, build houses, take vacation. Move to another country, maybe. Buy a house, have a family, raise children. There's different thinking going to people's mind. Travel, begin a ministry. You know, dedicate your life to the ministry, grow the ministry, win soul, lead people to Christ, which are all good things in the Lord, especially when it's for, for the benefit of the saints, my brothers and sisters. So for the kingdom of God and the business of God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And so we were thinking, we were talking in heaven with each other, how soon the rapture happened. And I can hear some of my brothers and sisters. I can see myself in the future. Near, near, near future. 
and see each and one of us there. And I can see us talking how soon it happened in heaven. It happened sooner. Exactly how Jesus said and what we were thinking. This is the amazing thing about this revelation. Because the rapture happened sooner than what we were thinking we were saying to each other in heaven. And we were laughing. We were laughing with one another. <clears throat> what we were thinking we, we were saying to each other. What were we thinking we were saying? How can we... You know, the Lord told us it would happen sooner than what we think. And in heaven we were saying to one another... It happened, it happened as the Lord said sooner than what we were thinking. And then we were looking at each other and saying, wow, we were wrong in our thinking. We were thinking that it would be longer. We were thinking that we will have more time. You know, and we were saying to each other, how can we be thinking this way? On earth we were thinking this way, we were wrong. And in heaven, we can admit that we were wrong. This is the amazing thing about this revelation. That I can see one another standing in front of one another in heaven. And the, the, what we were saying was to one another is that we were wrong in our thinking that we, were ha that we have more time. Because we find out when we went to heaven, we didn't. We did not have the time we thought we had. It was way sooner than what we were thinking. Just as the Lord had said, my brother and my sister. That's why I, I admire some of the brothers and sisters that are making YouTube videos that are saying how close the rapture is, that how apostle is. I admire those brothers because it's true. We don't realize how close it is. And some people who think that, don't think it's close, are soon are going to find out when they stay behind that they were wrong. Because one thing Jesus told me years ago, if you don't believe in the rapture, you're not coming home with me. And that has been engraved in my spirit, my heart, and my soul. That unless we believe in the rapture, the pastor, just as the Lord has said, we're not going home. We're not going home. With the Lord and the righteous. And I want to go home. So I repented for not believing the Lord. In his heart apostle. His righteous departure. I truly have repented so much. I cried to the Lord. Lord I'm sorry. Please forget me. Please forget me Jesus. Because I do want to go home in the righteous. I do not want to stay behind. But you see that false teaching that. It's going to be in years. It's going to be sometime in the future. All that thinking is what keeps you from not getting ready. It's what keeps you from being prepared, from being ready, from being repenting, from seeking Him daily, from seeking holiness and righteousness to be going home. Because one thing Jesus has said very clear in His Word, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. What does that mean? That means holiness is separation. The very Word Holiness in the Old Testament, when something was holy, was consecrated unto the Lord. That means that was only to be used for God, not for anything else. My brothers and sisters, Paul talks about to the saints to obtain from the things of the world. My brothers and sisters, 
Very important, very, very important where you understand what holiness is. And if you don't understand what holiness is, you need to look up the meaning of the word. And then you need to search the word in the Bible, holiness. My brother and sister, which is like righteousness. Same thing, pure, separated. Anything that was holy in the Old Testament, the instrument for the temple of God, for the house of God, which we call holy, pure. That means it, it, meant it has to be separated only for the Lord. It could not be for use for veiled sacrifice. Could not be used for other gospel sacrifice. That's why when a nation took the holy vessel from the house of God into other country, God has ended up destroying that nation. Because anything of God is holy. It's separated only unto God. That's what holiness means. Something consecrated only unto God. Separated only unto the Lord. Not for anything else. If it's separated for something else, the judgment of God will come upon the person, the nation, whoever it is. My brother and sister. And that's why it will come upon the believer who don't believe in holiness. And they mix themselves with the things of the world. The judgment of God will come upon their lives. He will not take them home. He will leave them for the great tribulation. And they will have to be murdered for Jesus. Beheaded. But before the devil beheads them, he will punish them. He will torment them. He will cut their finger. He will cut their toe. He will cut their, their ears. He will torment them. In the many trips to the great tribulation, Jesus showed me many humans who cannot die in the great tribulation because they flee from them. No one can die during those seven years of the great tribulation unless you are beheaded the order of God. God says the rule. It's the rule that God has said, the law. He says the law, beheaded only, in order to come to heaven. Well, here it is. I saw people missing an arm, running, with no doctor to, to cure them or heal them. People missing half of their body, still alive, and bleeding in the, in the, in the floor. Some of them have bleed it out, still alive. I saw body, many of them, plenty of them. Bleed it out in the great tribulation, in the ground, alive, asking me for help as I was going by. Please help me, please. And everyone in order to please. They plead people to help them, and everyone who can walk around walks away from them. No one has any mercy for anyone in the great tribulation. That's the kind of life coming out there very, very soon. The great tribulation is at the door. It's about to begin. People cannot imagine how close the seven-year, more horrible great tribulation. Jesus described the great tribulation this way in Matthew 24. Like it never been before, like it never be again. My brother and sister, it's going to be horrible. When God describes something in, in such a way, it never been before, even when the children of Israel were in Egypt being punished by the Egyptians, being beaten, Abuse and so much more. That is nothing. Even when the nasty back in Germany kill people, abuse people, shot people on their head, cut their leg, arm, finger. That is nothing compared to the great revelation. Believe it or not, it is not compared. My brother insisted. People say, but if they shoot you, what worse than that can it be? It's going to be worse. 
Imagine being shot and still being a lifelong fan for seven years. My brother and sister. And still on top of the, sh- the, the bullet in your body and you're bleeding out, still being tormented. Greater than, than the pain of the bullet. My brother and sister, the great tribulation is nothing to be in play with. Well, most of humanity is playing with God, playing with the great tribulation. They have no idea. I, I'm honest. I have said this for years. Humanity have no idea what they're about to enter in. And if they did, they will be underneath crying out to God. My brother and sister, horrible, horrible. Great tribulation is about to begin. And God doesn't want anyone to stay behind. But humanity is not listening. Look at Jesus still begging. Praying is the word. Interceding prayer. Which is like begging to God. For mercy upon the soul. Are those behind. Are those that are about to go into the great tribulation. That maybe one of them will repent. And turn their wicked ways to the Lord. That he may save them. I asked the Lord a few weeks ago, Lord, because I'm asking the Lord, why had not the rapture happened yet? And he gave me a revelation that the ark door is about to be in shock. Jesus Christ is the ark of God, like in the days of Noah. And what he revealed to me was, what Jesus revealed to me is, look, I'm only bringing but a few, last fews in to the ark. And after this, the door will be shut, like it happens in the days of Noah. God shut the door. Noah, his sons, none of them shut the door. God did. That means that they could not open it anymore. Even if people were crying for mercy outside the ark, as they saw the rain and the flood coming in. No more. When God says enough, it's enough. And he is about to say enough, it's enough. My brother and sister, the time of grace is about to end. Roman 11, my brother and sister, 10 and 11, for the Jewish people. Then the fullness of Israel will come in. Seven-year great tribulation, the Bible calls it Jacob's trouble. And Jacob will be wounded because Jacob is waiting for Messiah. But the first Messiah is a son of the devil imitating the Lord, the real Messiah, who come and says to Paul in the temple of God as God as Messiah. In the Jewish people, when you, Jesus said in Matthew 24 to the Jewish people now, in the nation, when you see the abomination sitting in the holy place, flee to the mountain, he says. Don't go back to take anything from you. Flee, 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 run, 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 run. Why? Because the Antichrist is going to go into the temple of God. It's going to sit in the temple of God as God, as Messiah, pretending to be a Messiah. My brother and my sisters, and the Jewish people are going to see that. My brother, the UN has signed a seven-year peace treaty. This September 21st, of 2023, past September 21st. And I wanted to know from the Lord if this peace treaty, international peace as they call it, they try to fake it. But it's what the Bible says, that when they say peace and security, as the UN is saying, in 1 Thessalonians 5, 2, 5, 3, the sudden destruction will come upon them as a woman as a woman in travail, as a pregnant woman in travail. My brother and sister. Now, this peace treaty has been signed. 
the land of Israel has been divided. The Jewish, the Jewish people wanted the, 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 the eastern part of Israel, the eastern, believe it is. But they didn't got to get East Jerusalem. Viding and his team was able to persuade the Palestinians that they will get the West Bank legally their own and the Golan Heights legally their own, signed by all the nations of the UN. Barbara insisted. The first signing was the United States between Israel and the Palestinians. They did their own private signing. And then the UN through all the nations of the UN was signed as, a, as witnesses, is what they call it, witnessing. So what happened last September 21st of 2023 was a witnessing of the international peace that they signed that they already signed in secret in Netanyahu, Bahas, the leader of the Palestinians, and, and Biden and them, the ambassador of the United States Biden them, and, and their total agreement. So now... Now, my brother and sister, that this been signed, this peace treaty has been signed. Jerusalem has been divided. The Golden High belongs to the Jewish people, which are thousands of Jewish people there that have come from Africa and other countries in the Golden High. Home has been made there by Netanyahu, not in area Sharon before he passed away. But now, my brother and sister, legally through the UN, it belongs to the Palestinians. Those people will have to move out. Some, some of the, the, the Arab nation has said on their television that the Jewish people living in the Golan Heights better move out or we will move them out. My brother and sister, now the Israelite, um, the Jewish people will have to move their own people out of their own land and find a place for them. Until this moment, no place has been found by the Jewish authority yet for them. And no talks about it. I believe there's a rabbi offering his land for them in Israel. He has, I believe it's a hundred acres or more. And he offered that home will be built there for those people. So I hope that the authority in Israel will take that into consideration and, and will start building home for these people quickly from the Golden High because there will be bloodshed in Israel. I believe 2024, the first January 1st of 2024, I believe it is, when they are going to, days are being uh, moved, some say the 4th, some say the 1st of 2024, and the reason is because it has to be legally approved by the Jewish authority in Israel, my brother and sister, but they are agreeing for January 1st, first month of January of 2024, the first quarter, first month, where they will sign where they would begin the division officially. Uh, the Palestinians will get the certificate from the UN. Israel will get the certificate for the UN. Uh, some of the rabbis have said that after they sign it back in the 21st of, the, of September, they will, the next day, the 22nd, they will immediately begin the Third Temple, the building of the Third Temple, because that gives them legal uh, agreement, signing of the paper, that they will begin the third temple. Now, some have said, which I'm not sure about this, but is that now the Dome of the Rock can be removed. It's the word. Because as the Palestinians agreed to leave that land for the Jewish people, 
while they get the West Bank legally their own and the Golden High legally their own, then the Dome of the Rock legally become for the Jewish people now. It's what is being said. Now, some of the rabbis say that they don't need to touch the, the people that are going to construct the third temple believe that the Dome of the Rock don't need to be touched. They can stay there while they still can build the, 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 the third temple. But it is believed by the old rabbi back from the 1800s, I believe, and earlier, 1700, that the Dome of the Rock, God had told them to destroy it before they took over the land of Israel. That he told them that before they go, before they went and took uh, Israel unto themselves in 1948, that the Dome of the Rock should, should have to be destroyed. The friends, and, and the friends helped the, the, the Arab build the Dome of the Rock for themselves. And so they have kept it for them for hundreds of years. But God said to the Jewish people that before Israel became a nation, and took their, their land in 1948 that the Dome of the Rock should be destroyed. Which they did now. They left that as a, and that's a curse before God. Because that's, that's an idol. Actually, biblically, that's a temple as considered to another God. So, that has to be destroyed. If we go back to the Old Testament, the king that came after Solomon, which God used to destroy, uh, these homes and the high places that they built for veil, the Dome of the Rock is, has the same, same significance. And I know some people will not agree. It's okay. It's okay. Love thy enemy. If you think of me as your enemy for, for saying this, love me. But I tell you this, it is a curse for the Jewish people to have the Dome of the Rock. There. It has to be destroyed, and it will be destroyed in the Great Tribulation. That's a fact of the matter. Some people will have to see their belief. They will see that come to pass in the great tribulation. My brother and my sister. So yes, officially January is where the, the Jewish people are looking into, the Jewish authority are looking into signing, uh, get, getting the certificate from the UN. It's going to take them at least three months. What they said from September 21st, three months ahead. And they, they consider about January 1st, even if they get it in December. To make it official, the certificate from the United Nations to begin the construction of the third temple. My brother and my sister, right away they have all the machinery, they have all the money, the gold and everything. The first temple, it is to be built. Now, the Bible says that it will be constructed in times of trouble, which I was showing someone. That means it has to be constructed right in the Great Tribulation. The Great Tribulation... <coughs> excuse me, has to begin in order for the third temple to begin the construction. That's what it says in the book of Daniel. My brother says, I believe it's Daniel 9. Okay? Or Daniel 7, either one. It will be constructed, the street will be constructed, says Daniel, in times of trouble. Okay? The wall, some say. The temple will be constructed in time of trouble, says Daniel, my brother and my sister. That means that trouble is Jacob's trouble that he's referring to, the great tribulation. Jacob's trouble comes from Jeremiah and Isaiah. So Daniel was very aware about Jeremiah and Isaiah later on, because Daniel comes later on. 
So when he says that it will be constructed in times of trouble, he's talking about what Isaiah and Jeremiah prophesied. My brother, my sister. So, it will be constructed in times of trouble. During the Great Tribulation, which is, you know, some people believe it's the beginning of the Great Tribulation. That's a trouble, Great Tribulation. Right at the beginning of the Great Tribulation, because the Bible talks about the Antichrist in the middle of the Great Tribulation of three and a half years, sitting in the holy place, which is the third temple. So that means that by three and a half years, it's going to be fully constructed, fully operational, is the word. The third temple will be fully operational during the three and a half years, because that's when the Antichrist comes, sits in the temple, and starts to sacrifice this Daniel. He's going to start the sacrifice. Why? Because he wants the sacrifice. Every time they make sacrifice, they worship God. He wants worship. Okay? He sits in the temple of God. He starts the sacrifice in the middle of the three and a half years. And at the very moment, that's when the true Jewish one, this is where the Jewish, there's going to be a separation of the true Jewish people and the one that are not. Because the true Jewish people who believe in the sacrifice unto the Lord, which God ordered to Moses and Aaron and them, are going to see the sacrifice being stopped. And Jesus says, flee unto the mountain. That's when they're going to obey what Messiah said in Matthew 24. Flee unto the mountain. When they see the abomination of desolation sitting in the holy place. That's the Antichrist in the third temple sitting. And when they see that, they will discern he's not of God. They immediately will discern he's an abomination. He is a simple thing, is the word. He's a very... Abomination means the highest sin in the Bible. God calls the highest sin abomination. Higher. Above is... Hallelujah. Above. Above. Abomination. Above is the word. The show word for abomination is above. Top. On top. The top sin of all is abomination. So he's sitting in the holy place as God, seeking worshiping. Paul said to the Thessalonians, my brother sister. So he he wants to be God. He wants to be God. He wants to call himself God, and he says in the temple, calling himself God. The true Jewish people, when they see that, because you all you shall only praise the Lord thy God. God told them in the Old Testament, that shall only serve thy Lord thy God. That's why Jesus said to the rich man, What is the Commandment. What is the commandment? Love the Lord with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy understanding. And, and he quoted that to Jesus. And then Jesus told him to, to keep those commandments. Go and sell everything and give it to the poor. Because if you love God with everything you have, your own, even your strength, the Bible says, then what you have belongs to God. All you have, all you are. Because your heart, your soul, your body was given to you by God. Your mind, your strength. God made you in his image. That means what you, who you are and what you have belongs to God. So go and give what you have to the poor. Oh, and he didn't mean just the money. He meant all his life, dedication. When you have a ministry for the poor, it takes all your life, all your dedication, all your consecration to the Lord, to your God. Take your entire life, body, soul, and spirit. 
and your love for the God, and your dedication to the poor, your strength. So go give all you have to the poor. Give your money to the poor. And he was thinking more about the money. That means his whole body was not consecrated. My brother and sister, he knew the commandment, but he was not consecrated unto the Lord. Consecration unto the Lord, giving everything unto the Lord, giving yourself unto the Lord completely. And that's what holiness and righteousness is. That's why without holiness, no one will fear the Lord. Because holiness is being on fire for Jesus. Look warm is not being on fire. It's having some fire and knowledge of God, but having some fire only. Not total dedication, which God wants from each one of us. My brother and my sister, thank you, Lord. So in heaven, we knew that what we were thinking on the earth before we got rash of the pasture was not the right thinking, was not the mind of Christ, the will of God. That the will of God was what Jesus said to us. That the rapture will be sooner than what you're thinking. The rapture is going to be sooner than what we're thinking. Even us, the bride of Christ, who think that we have an idea when. Paul talks about discerning when, the time and the season. Brethren, that I will tell you not, he said. And that we immediately think that we know. And, and why Jesus gave a sign is for us to know through the sign that is closed, but not specifically the day and hour. And a lot of people assume that because they can see the sign, they can discern the sign, that they immediately know the day and hour. No, because the day and hour pertain to God. And God has the, the power to stop time, pause time, and reverse time. And forward time. He has the power. Lord, show me this in heaven. So, it is impossible to know. Like if God wants to turn the clock five years back, an example, seven years. How can we tell? We cannot tell because we have no control. Has he done it? Yes, he has done it. Yes, yes, he has turned the clock and reversed. He showed me this in heaven. Did we notice that he turned the clock? No, we haven't. And he done it. My brother and sister, he has done it. He has turned the clock backward. They have, we have not even noticed. My brother, we may feel things different. We may see things like, well, what's going on? Sometimes don't you feel like you don't even know if time is going by. It's going, and then we say time is going by so fast. And time might be even stop, and we think it's going by fast. God help us. We know so little. We know so little that we barely know nothing. We got to thank God for Jesus who's loving and patient with us. My brother and sister. Because I really wonder how God can, can deal with us. The way we think, the way we behave, the way we are. My brother and sister. Because we are difficult, I say. God may say no. Because since for him all things are possible. But let me tell you why I understood Jesus said that the rapture is going to be sooner than we're thinking. I'm going to tell you why I understood this in heaven. Because when you are in eternity, when you compare our time here on this earth to
to an eternity that is so long, that is endless. To this time, when you compare it, then you look into our time and you see almost nothing. A dot, an example. You're like, how can we, how can we on our thought that it took so long for the rapture? In heaven, when you see it, you see nothing. Wow, what were we thinking? Compared to eternity, this time that we're waiting is nothing. Nothing at all. My brother and sister, God have mercy on us. Nothing at all. Nothing, my brother and sister. My Lord, my God, compared to eternity. So God is asking us to be obedient, to consecrate ourselves, to patiently wait on the Lord. He's saving but a few more because he decided no one will perish. A few more he's bringing into the ark of Christ. And he's going to save. He's going to fulfill his promise to us. He made promise to us on the cross. He made a pact with us. An agreement. A signature of blood and life. He made with us. That his promise to us he'll fulfill. That heaven and earth will pass but he will fulfill. My brother and sister. We have a blood agreement with the Lord on the cross. An eternal. The Bible calls it in the book of Hebrew. Pact. That God looks at every day. That God cannot ignore. Cannot be taken for granted in heaven. Heaven talks about the rapture, the bride of Christ every day. Because they know that God cannot lie. God cannot deceive anyone. That whatever God, whatever promise God made, He fulfilled. So His promise are true, amen. My brother and my sister. He fulfilled His promise. And he's going to show us the way. He's going to show us his love. Non-ending love and mercy. That endure forever. My brother and my sister. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Lord. What an awesome God we serve. Thank you Yeshua. He loves us. Think about his love every day for you. That he was willing to go to the cross for you. Die. Shed his blood for you. Die, my brother and sister. He was willing because he loves us so much with agape love. Thank you, Lord. If you are sick, think about by, by his stripe, by his wound, you are healed. As he was being wounded, he cried. He prayed, Father, have mercy. Because they know not what they do as they beat him, as they wounded him. That you and I might be healed. God help us. That we will be healed. By his stripe, by his wound, we are healed. If you are sick, pray that. Believe that. Apply that to your life, your own life. Read Isaiah 53, 5. That he took upon himself our infirmity, our sickness, our pain, our suffering, our sorrow. All that what it means. And it means a lot to us. And it means a lot to him. My brother and sister, he's with us. We'll never.